if you like the Fun Football Podcast, it is available on Spotify. All you have to do is search Fun Football Podcast. It's uh, There's a link tree on my Facebook, on Instagram. I will be creating a Twitter, and I'll be linking my socials with it. If you like this podcast, please share it with your friends. That's the, I want to continue to see it grow. I've been getting more and more listens up to over 150, over actually 160 now. Total listens to the podcast, and it's been up for barely over a month. I love it. I want to see it continue to throw. I threw it up on Good Pods. It's on Overcast, Apple, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts. I've even thrown it up on Pandora, um, iHeartRadio. It's everywhere. I want to continue to see new feedback. I've been getting some new uh, listeners and all the family and friends that have taken time to reach out to me and say stuff. I love it. I'm going to be continuing to put polls in my stories. Please look for that. Every episode, there's a poll on Spotify. I'll be putting some new ones on Facebook. Thank you so much for listening to the Fun Football Podcast. Welcome to this episode of the Fun Football Podcast. This is a solo episode. I will be including Bill. Uh, We'll be doing a doubleheader later in the week. But uh, I wanted to do a short little episode. I'm going to start for the first time ever. I've got some fantasy football friends who will love this. I'm going to start with some fantasy because I had a record this week. I've got two of two of my three teams are terrible. I've got two ESPN teams and my um, it's only my second uh, second year doing this league. I was runner up last year, which was pretty fun. Um, I don't believe I did it the year before that. I hit 200 fantasy points in a point per possession rate point PPR point per reception league, and I was really excited about that and. I'm gonna. He's gonna get highlighted in my big takeaways in a minute. But C.J. Stroud, thank you very much. 470 passing yards and five touchdowns. He scored a big old 50, 50 fantasy points. I was that was awesome. I literally I'm at 200.15. I've never cracked 200. And last year I had uh, one team one win away from a Super Bowl and the other one in the in the Super Bowl. The fantasy Super Bowl. So I love my fantasy. I take it seriously. This is my, I've been doing this 25 years now. I'm 35 years old. I started when I was 10 years old. I won the Super Bowl that year. Um, too many Super Bowl brags, but you know, I have to do a little bit. Um, this league, I'm seven and two now, and this team I'm hoping can keep rolling. I had CJ Stroud with 50 points. I had Rashad White, who's been a really good receiving back. He's been not that great running the ball for Tampa, but he had 28 fantasy points. He had uh, two TDs, 73 yards on the ground. I'll take it. Um, he's been awesome receiving. He, he's unblemished the last three games. He had four targets for four catches for 46 yards. 70 yards the game before that, 65. Hasn't dropped a pass since the Detroit game. This guy has been a really good receiving back. He's 11th in the league in fantasy. You wouldn't think it because he really hasn't been that great rushing the ball. I have um, Mostert from Miami. I'm a little worried about him losing his job with a cane coming back. but um, And they have Wilson, but he's still at 14 fantasy points with 85 yards and a touchdown in that Germany game against Kansas City. I had C.D. Lamb, who almost put up 200 yards and no TDs, but 28 points. Love it. Um, Jordan Addison, I traded for. He had 10. He was my second, well, third lowest scorer, and he still had 10 points. This was a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> I picked up uh, Tyson Hill for New Orleans because I've got Waller on. I'm hoping it's not for the year, but IR. That's one of my little slight concerns. He put up, uh, you know, just two touchdowns, 20 fantasy points. No big deal. Nothing. 
<laughs> I love when I plug when I grab guys off of free agency and they, and they score two touchdowns. I absolutely love it because that just that, that just makes me happy. Uh, Devonta Smith, who's been kind of up and down, but he's still at 14 points. He scored a TD too. Uh, Lockett was my low play of the week. He only had six. There was I didn't have a better guy on my bench because um, Foreman would have been a slightly better play, but nothing really else on my bench. Um, I'm happy I sat Gino. I traded for him as a backup, and he had a terrible game. But uh, I also in my trade I I landed Addison Gino. I've talked about this already, and um, Addison Gino in the in the Browns D, and they had 19 points, and they pitched a shutout. So my defense got 19 points. Hopkins, the kicker, got me nine, and I landed at 200. That team is seven and two. I don't even want to talk about my other two teams. They suck. They're taking. They're really, really disappointing me. One of my teams is about to drop to two and seven, and was like the third highest scoring team this week. But I made a bold move. I sat Jordan. Um, I, I picked up Derek Carr and started him again. He was my best quarterback. I picked up Will Levis after that big game, but he had a bad game against Pittsburgh, and I wasn't willing to start him on the road. There wasn't much on my bench I could have done. I I could have put Algier in for Atlanta. He had nine points versus Shahid. For he had two, that would have given me seven more points. I still would have lost. Robinson's been a disappointment recently. He only had four, three point nine fantasy points. Aaron Jones had one of his best games of the season. He had fourteen. wasn't enough. I've lost. I'm gonna lose one fifteen to one one and drop to two and seven. I'm really disappointed. I've got Derek Carr, Jordan Love. He's not not even really startable anymore. This guy. I'm gonna get into him very shortly, but I'm disappointed with. The whole Packers team. I'll get going on them in a minute. But I've got Nico Collins. He scored me a touchdown. Deontay Johnson, I picked him up, and he's been great. And I picked up Ferguson. He scored a touchdown, too. I've made some good pickups, and it just uh, – this team, I just can't get them going. I lost uh, Jefferson for the year, and I traded him away anyways. Um, Aaron Jones has been on the pine for a while, and when you go top-heavy, it was a um, fancy auction, and I, and I don't – do it every single time, but I typically go big on a few players and try to fill in the gaps around them. And I went big on Justin Jefferson, Bajon Robinson, and Aaron Jones. And uh, I got Jordan Love late, and I picked up some other pieces. I picked up Deontay Johnson. I picked up Nico Collins. They've been solid. Um, I've got Laporta at tight end on my bench. He was on by and Javonta Williams, but teams just not getting going. I've got the Chiefs D. Got him up to 100 points. I've done some good pickups recently. It just hasn't been enough. The quarterback and the running backs have really been – and the flex especially have been really letting me down. And this week it was the same story. Robinson and Rashid – or Rashid Shahid, I think is his name, for the Saints, let me down big after a big game. I swung with him and lost. I've got a cane on IR. The, I've talked about this already. This team, this league is – I've won this one three times in 11 years. This is the 12th year. So – I like my track record, but some years my teams suck. I've had a few bad ones over there. And last year I was six and eight and snuck in the playoffs and won a playoff game and almost got the divisional win. I got it wasn't it was a close game. I was hoping just to get this team peaking at the right time. I've got a cane stash. Don't really I just don't see it for this team, unfortunately. I'm hoping they can go on a run. I've made you know that my defense is playing better. I've got the Chiefs, got a decent kicker. If the tight ends and receivers can play well and I can just get some running back or quarterback production sometime this, you know, ever. Uh, I don't see it with Derek Carr and Jordan Love, though. So probably not making the playoffs with that team. So I've got a 7-2 and two and a 2-7. and seven. you got to love it. 
And then my third team, this one is making me mad. They were the highest scoring team going in the league this week. And I made a stupid boneheaded fantasy move. I swear I thought I did it. I left Rashid White out. And this was really dumb because I'm really disappointed in myself in this one. I had White playing against Houston, who, I mean, they haven't been terrible, but they're not Baltimore's D. I had White on my bench, and I had Walker starting as my flex against Baltimore, who's been the best defense in football. And that one really burned me because that was 23 points. And with that, I might have snuck in a win. I'm playing Keenan Allen right now. The guy started Will Levis. I I made a bold move and picked up Sam Howell and started him over Geno. And that turned out to be the right move. But then I made a bad move and forgot to switch my running backs. Uh, This team's a weird one. I've got Howell at quarterback or Geno or in a normal league, Trevor Lawrence. I'll be three and six. So maybe I can still get on a run and make the playoffs. But Here's my team. I've got Howell. I've got Gino. I've got Trevor Lawrence at running back. I've got Brees Hall playing right now. He's He'd have to get me like three touchdowns for me to come back and win. I'm down by 15 right now. I've got Jonathan Taylor. I've got Walker. Uh, I've got Mostert. And I've got Rasheed White. So I feel like I've got depth. I'm just not getting any outstanding production. Like from that 7-2 and two team that's just rolling. I'm projected to lose like the last three weeks straight and I've won them. It's been kind of fun. I've got Monster on that bench, too. I've got St. Brown at receiver. Cooper Cup, who's just been such a letdown recently. Chase got hurt, and that really killed me because that might have helped. He hurt in his back in that Buffalo game. He clearly wasn't the same. Um, I've got Kyle, I got Kyle Pitts, who's just not anything special. Buffalo's kicker might mean to make a move at kicker. Probably will this week. And the Saints, D. And uh, the other guys on my bench, I've got Zay Flowers and St. Brown. I'm really disappointed by that team. I was barely, it was close, but I was the highest scoring team going this this week and I was three and five and most likely about to be three and six. <sighs> so disappointing and only four teams make it. So I'm going to have to have to get to, probably have to go on a four, I'll probably have to get to at least six and seven to have a chance at that four seed. Two teams are a game ahead of me. So I'm, I'm just disappointed by that one. I'll probably be making some big moves. Clearly the Packers are not even remotely close enough to be a playable offense. It's just extremely disappointing. Um, Chase getting hurt and Cup being – this team was I knew was going to be a late bloomer because I had Cup on uh, IR to start the year and Jonathan Taylor. But, man, I was really just hoping for more out of this team. I liked this team. I got my dad really involved in the drafting process. Probably made a mistake there. Just, just kidding. But – no, I really like this team. Um, I still feel like it's got depth. It's just the problem is like when I compare it to my team that just continues to roll, um, the only concern I have got in that league, and that's the $100 league I'm in, is uh, I mean, I don't think CJ Strauss can do that every week, but this guy looks like he's got it. So you got to get quarterback production, and I'm not getting it in the other two leagues, and that's one of the big differences. And I keep getting good running back production in this league. And – it's not that way every. It's not that way in every fantasy team. Sometimes your quarterback's your weak link, and you can fill it in with the rest of the team. But that's the big difference I see here, where most of the times I'm struggling with one of my flex guys, and on a 200 point week, I still had a six. One of my guys in my flex only had six, so that wasn't even that great. Lockett wasn't that great in my second flex. That'd be the only weakness. Um, I've got some moves I can make. I did pick up Dobbs just in case Stroud has a bad matchup or gets hurt or something. Maybe Dobbs Minnesota will be worth it. I like that. 
flyer pickup. I'm going to get into him in a minute. He was outstanding this week. Coming in a few days after getting traded, he didn't even know guys' names for Minnesota. And, man, I was impressed with him. Seriously. We're gonna, I'm going to get into him in my – already kind of doing the recap, but in my recaps. I do have three defenses in that league, so I'm going to probably – I've got Cleveland, uh, Pittsburgh, and Jacksonville, and they've all been good. But I'm probably going to have to make a move and cut one of them. And um, probably going to need to – I don't think Hill's going to be a play every week unless the Saints get smart and keep using him because he clearly is a playmaker for them. But uh, I think I'm going to have to make a move at tight end in one of my flex spots in that league with the trade deadline – The Fantasy trade deadline coming up. That was a fun little fantasy corner. Now for this week. And I saw some stuff. And I wasn't going to start here, but I've got to. I live near Dallas. Breaking some news there. I heard from at my job. um, I, I heard it all over the place today. And... One of my good buddies about the uh, the refs, and I'm sorry, but my, here's here's my big problem with the Cowboys. Dak had a good game, actually. Like you can look at the stats, but he it doesn't. It's not just straight stats. He had a good game. Watched the majority of this game. He played really well. I'm not gonna clown on him, but there's just something slightly missing with. It's not just him. It's the entire team. When they need to make a play in a really big game, he makes a bad decision sometimes. Or there's a penalty, and I don't want to hear about the stupid refs because there wasn't that many questionable ones. I'm sorry. They lost the game. That's why you don't fall down by two scores going into the fourth quarter on the road against the number one seed in the NFC. That's not a recipe for coming back for, for success. And the funny thing is, while Philly's definitely in the driver's seat, there's some big takeaways from this game. Philly's definitely in the driver's seat for the number one seed, but also, who's their challenger? Do they have one? Is San Fran going to wake up? Is Detroit even ready for that? Is it Dallas? I don't see anybody from the uh, <laughs> NFC South. There's just I, I would be so shocked. I would be even surprised if one of those teams won a playoff game, but I don't see any of those teams as a legitimate contender. So really, in the NFC East, the Giants are clearly done with Daniel Jones out for the year. But uh, for Washington, they're they're not going to be a contender this year. You look at the NFC West, I just don't think Seattle with Geno is really a contender. I can't take them seriously. So we're running out of teams because I don't see anybody in the NFC South. Sorry, Packer fans, there's absolutely no chance. The Bears... No. Minnesota, I can see them making the playoffs, but I don't see a contender. Who's left? The Rams and Cardinals are clearly not even in it. You're down to San Fran. Because I don't believe in Seattle. Detroit and Dallas. And that's it. And are any of those teams going to emerge and really challenge Philly? Um, I don't know. It's going to be very interesting. They're... I was impressed with the first half of that game. I, I just gotta. Get, I'm gonna do the full game breakdown. In the the first half, they were playing it like a playoff game. Both teams were. They played all out, knowing that this game had major implications because Dallas was five and two and Philly was seven and one. 
And this game had major implications because now Dallas is five and three, Philly's eight and one. You look at their schedules, the next few games are pretty tough for Philly and then they're easy for Dallas. But Dallas is gonna have to get some help from Philly losing and win the next game. And then they may have a chance to come back for the one seed. Maybe. They're gonna need some help. They're gonna have to play great football. And one of my bigger take, biggest takeaways from this game is I don't see a super elite Dallas defense, not when it matters most. They gave up 28 points, and they gave up two extremely long drives to Philly. And I saw Philly winning on both sides of the uh, – the reason I'm getting into this game is it was the game of the week. Philly's offensive line beat Dallas's defensive line. And Dallas's offensive line got beat by Philly's defensive line when it mattered most. Dak made some huge plays, but – just I feel like Philly didn't even play their best game, and I felt that way a lot this year. The funny thing is, Philly played like um, for grading it like what a B minus game. Dallas, Dak, that was one of his better games um, on the road against a. What's I mean their defense hasn't been outstanding this year, but not their past defense anyways. But uh, I don't know. They just their their running game. Dallas doesn't have much of a running game this year. It's pretty much C.D. Lamb or bust. Though, I did hear this on another podcast. One of the few good takeaways for Dallas was I saw Jake Ferguson starting to get going. So I'm impressed with that. But the only reason why like, I'm listing Dallas as a possible contender in the NFC, even though I really would be shocked if they made the Super Bowl, is because it doesn't seem like there's really any dominant team this year other than maybe Philly. I don't know about San Fran. They may have gotten for real exposed, and they're going to clearly need to be healthy. I really like the Chase Young trade for him. I think that was a very, very smart deadline pickup. But and they match up well against Dallas. That's what I'm scared about for Dallas. Clearly, but they're going to need to be healthy to go on a run. Are they going to be healthy for that stretch run? And Purdy is Purdy going to get right? But also, it's not just Purdy. Is that San Fran defense going to get right? That's going to be the big thing for the second half. But in the NFC, it's clearly Philly is the dominant team. But uh, from this game, I just heard a lot of complaining about the rest from the Cowboy fans. And I'm sorry. They didn't lose you that game being down that many points in the second half. And needing to come back from two scores down is what lost that game. Because it wasn't even like Philly's rushing offense was that great. It wasn't even like Hurts was that great. But they made drives when it mattered, and they were never, they were always in control in that game, I felt like. Dallas made that last desperation drive, but they just, there's always something wrong. Just a penalty or something. Just uh, didn't see it. So I'm not seeing a super dominant NFC team, but I still would definitely lean Philly just with their record, even though they're not playing as well as they did last year. And there's just something a little weird about the team. Hurts uh, has had some bad games this year, but. Yeah, it's going to be very – that was a very uh, informational game. I like it because it was right in the, at the end of the first half of the season. So I think that that was very telling and uh, very informational, and I enjoyed it. That was a lot of fun. Um, other big takeaways from week one, I, I was impressed. <laughs> CJ Stroud, uh, man, this this kid, wow, wow. Carolina's got to be kicking themselves in the – the head for not taking him and taking Bryce Young and <laughs> and trading picks away to get this guy that doesn't look 
They haven't surrounded him with any talent in Carolina. So when you've got a bad culture, bad line, bad weapons, bad everything, it's hard to look good as a quarterback. But like I'm going to get to in a minute, sometimes you can just tell when a guy's got it. And uh, I was talking with Bill on the phone earlier. We were talking about tonight's game. I'm so happy we picked Chargers. I'm going to do a little bit on our picks, but I'm going to save that for the podcast with Bill. I'll talk about we are 11-2. and two. We made some pick changes, and it looks like we're going to hit on the Chargers and be 12-2 and two this week. It's been our best week. So some victories there. But uh, I'll go down to the – we'll do the full breakdown with Bill. That's more – I like saving that one for that podcast. But, um, man, this kid just looks special. He just is – he's – He's got it. I was so impressed with his ability to come back against a good defense and do that. And it's not like he's got any amazing, like his receivers are playing good, but it's not like he's got any game breakers. He doesn't have like an A.J. Brown. It doesn't look like, even though I like Tank Dell and Nico Collins. Um, the running game hasn't really been there, but it looks like they nailed on the coordinator, the coach, and the quarterback. I've said that already. And when you nail on those three and you just you hit a home run, that'll do it for you. Seriously. So, massively impressed with, um, man, this I, I just can't say enough about this kid. Like, he's got to be the front runner for Offensive Rookie of the Year at this point. So, man, keep it going. I hope I hope they keep it going. If they make a wild card, that'd be outside of the Chiefs and the Taylor Swift stuff and some of the dominant teams. That'll be one of the storylines of the season if they stuck in and made a wild card. After how bad they were last year... Um, for real, that would put well, that would put CJ Stroud as rookie of the year. And I honestly think it put the coach. I think it put him in running for coach of the year with I think Mike Tomlin's in there right now. I'm gonna shock some people. I think Minnesota's coach has done a really good job. I don't know if he's in coach of the running, coach of the year running, but I think he's done a dang good job. I'm really impressed with him. Andy Reid, too. Um, without offensive weapons, like people are telling me it's really funny. I'm going to pivot away from the Houston. I'm really impressed with Stroud. One of my other takeaways is I'm not saying they're the team to beat because I think it might actually be Baltimore, but I think the Chiefs with a solid offense, no dynamite weapons, and Kelsey is 34. I like Rasheed Rice. I think Rasheed Rice, I think he's starting to step up. And they've got a decent running back. But Mahomes for the first time is being paired with a above-average defense. That is huge. I th- that's like when Brady had a good D. Rodgers, I mean, didn't have that too many times, and he's a it was a choker in the playoffs. So I don't, you know, I'm I'm, I'm definitely not a huge Rodgers fan now. But um, I think when you give you give Mahomes one of the best head coaches in the league, one of the, the better, if not one of the, not the best, but one of the definitely, you know top defensive coordinators in the league with that defense, I think that's enough to make a Super Bowl push. I, it might burn them in late January, early February. I got to see a little more from Baltimore, even though they've been super dominant because I haven't seen it from Lamar, Lamar Jackson in the playoffs. So that'd be my other real threat in the AFC is Baltimore. Um, and I think they, I'm going to say something a little controversial. I think we had... Half, uh, let's do some half-year awards. I think this will be fun. I'm going to do this with Bill, too. Half-year awards. I'm going to make some up. Best team. Which team has actually played the best football? Now, you could say the team with the best record in Philly, but I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't say that. 
they haven't looked as great this year, I would actually go Baltimore. They have been extremely dominant on the defensive side of the ball. They're first in defensive ranking now. They've just been stu. They they have been so dominant. The number of they played nine games. They have given up nine touchdown drives. I was trying to tell somebody about this at work, but um, I think you got to see it for a full season. You can't just see it for half. So I get it. The first team to do that was the 2000 Ravens. That, that historically good defense. Only one defense has been better in the last, I don't even know how far. As far back as True Media Sports has got some data. The 2000 Ravens are the last. They're surrendering a touchdown. The Ravens are surrendering a touchdown on only 8.6% of their drives. And people want to say Detroit hasn't been as good. Well, I mean, they ran into Baltimore. They're a top five offense. Seattle was a top five offense. And Baltimore just smashed them both. Um, I still got some worry about their running game. And even though the passing game looks good now, how are they going to look against elite defense? But if this defense keeps looking this good, it might not even matter. Um I just got to say, like, man, I don't know. I th- Right now, they're my scariest team in the league. I would then go Chiefs and then Philly. I don't really have another NFC team up there for a little while. I, I think Miami's proven they're fraudulent. I don't see anybody else in the AFC North, even though it's the toughest division. Jacksonville, I think, is another possible contender. That'd be it. But uh, happier words, I'm going to go best team. I think Baltimore right now, and then KC, and then uh, Philly. Those are my three teams. That's what I've got. My other big takeaways, I saw some, uh, was watching this game. This Patriot-Washington game, I'm not saying that New England deserved to win, but there's some stupid flags in that game. Literally, I watched a back-to-back Face mask, they didn't call it. <laughs> and New England got screwed on both. <laughs> face mask, they... Phantom face mask call. The, the guy didn't even get anywhere near the guy's head. Me and the wife were watching and we were like, where's the face mask? The next two plays later, dude gets jerked. Patriots guy, his head gets jerked to the left. Is The guy's finger was stuck in his face mask. He probably broke his finger. No penalty. A little disappointing there. I'm not saying... Patriots deserve to win or anything because I don't see it with this quarterback. He looks like, kind of looks like Jordan Love, Mac Jones. He looks pretty terrible. But, uh, yeah, I was, the, the refs are missing some really easy calls. And I know people are going to want me, I'm going to get some feedback from some Cowboy fans about how the stupid refs let them down, but I don't believe that. I'm sorry. I think the Cowboys just let the Cowboys down. That's how I'm feeling about that one. But, uh, I'm going to just do a little tiny Packer thing at the very end of this one. I don't want to talk about him for long. I just don't think Jordan Love's got it. They, I'm not impressed with the 23 win over team missing their quarterback and their running back. I'm not impressed at all, unfortunately. Um, they should have won that game. And they didn't even win it that hand. I mean, they won it handily in the scoreboard. But Jordan Love didn't even pass 100 yards until the third quarter. I just don't think this guy's got it. I just don't see it. But watching this Packers game, I just didn't I, – I, he was missing throws. Watson, I'm worried about him. Watson looks like a threat when he can play, but the guy breaks down all the time. And he was just missing throws, and it just seems like he's got to have everything. In, like a super easy defense, 
uh, and give him three quarters to figure it out. It's like, I just, I don't... He, he's like barely a notch above the worst quarterbacks in the league. Like the Rams replacement guy. And some of the worst quarterbacks <laughs> out there, like Mac Jones, he's just like a slight level ahead of them. So he's just good enough not to completely suck, but clearly not anything like what we used to have. And I'm, I know it's, you know, I'm not a fan of him now, but Rodgers did have four MVPs there, and we had Favre. We were spoiled for 30 years. So this uh, this isn't the same. I think they're going to need to eventually go quarterback hunting. Hopefully I'm wrong and this guy turns it around, but I'm just not seeing it. It, it shouldn't take you three over three quarters to get a freaking touchdown. I'm sorry. It shouldn't. Or even just over 100 yards. Very, very, very disappointing. Um, what's the contenders for on our half-year awards? So I've got Stroud as Rookie of the uh, Year. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say for Coach of the Year, I'm going to give it to Tomlin because... You, I don't know how he's continuing to get a winning team uh, with that offense and, frankly, not even that special of a defense. They can create some havoc. But how are you getting it going with that? I don't know. This guy's just a magician. It's just when it comes down to little things uh, and you're, you got a 50-50 game, one-score games, and he's winning 70% of the time, something special is going on there. And they – this is absolutely nuts. I'm looking at this right now. The Steelers are 5-3. and three. They've got a negative 30-point differential in the year. And if you just break it down to more and more stats, their offense is extremely mediocre. I don't think Kenny Pickett's got it. I mean, he's honestly, I think the kid's in the Jordan Love area. Really, I just don't see it. Like, you're going to believe in him for maybe another year or two, and that's probably going to be time to start moving on. Maybe they give him a little bit longer, but I don't, I don't know. I don't see it. That guy at least makes some explosive plays occasionally. And maybe that might be the coordinator. And they really need to get a consistent running game, but I'm just not sure on Pickett yet either. Like, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. Worst team. Ooh, what's the worst team? I would, I, this one's pretty easy. I'm going to go as frisky as Arizona's been for most of the year, um, even though they have a worst point differential. I might go Carolina because they're about to get Kyler Murray back. I think that they're going to be, they had some competitive games early on. They faded recently a lot. And they gave up Dobbs, which... I don't know. They had to see what, Callum, what if Murray's ready, what he's got. But I'm going to go Carolina. I think that they are probably the worst team in the league. I just don't see a lot of reason for hope. They suck, and they don't even have their pick, so that really sucks for them. <laughs> That's not impressive. Yeah. Not at all. But uh, what else? I'm going to do some more half-year awards with Bill. I'm going to save the rest for that podcast. I hope you've, um, on Facebook, the Fun Football Podcast, I put the podcast on iHeartRadio, on Pandora. It is on Apple. It's on Overcast. It's on Spotify. Um, I'm going to be adding some polls on my stories on Facebook. It's also on Good Pods. I'm going to be doing um, a TikTok page for it this week, starting probably by the next podcast with Bill on Thursday. Um, I would love your feedback. Please share the podcast with anyone 
that you think would like it. I've got Linktree attached with all these links. Um, if I throw it up on YouTube soon, which I intend to, um, and TikTok, I'll be putting those on there. I'm going to probably link my socials as well. I think that's a good idea. I think it's time to add those socials on there. Please share it with your friends. I've been getting more and more uh, listens every episode, and it's been awesome. That's what that keeps me here wanting to do it. I want to know what you got, what y'all want to hear. Do you want to hear more different teams? That's why I barely talked the Packers at the end. I threw fantasy at the beginning, but I want to know what you want. Do you want new guest hosts? I love doing it with Bill. Um, do you want how many podcasts a week? I would love all different types of feedback, but um, there is a poll on every episode on Spotify. But I'll be continuing to throw polls up. I would love your feedback. There's been polls every episode on Spotify, but it, they're kind of tricky to find. So I'm going to be throwing them up in different places. Um, it's got a, I've got a new Facebook page up. I would, I'm just, I'm loving the feedback I've been getting. I've been getting specific messages from people, but I want to see it continue to grow and share it with anyone you think that would like anything about the NFL. That's why I've included a bunch of different topics each episode and. Thank you to everyone who's taken time to listen to it. I really appreciate you know everything. I'm going to be doing more of this each episode, but I appreciate all of